Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now, it's Cutter's Rockcast. Live from the Green Bay Distillery as we are ready for Razor Edge Fest 17 with our friends in Miller Lite and a couple of the boys from 10 years. Hello. Hello. Hanging out. What's going on? So this is a real situation. And uh, in, in Brian and uh, I already forgot. See, so, yeah, I did that on <laughs> purpose. Matt, sorry, dude. That's all right. <laughs> I, I go. I'm, uh, I'm so bad about that. I stuff, show dude. prep names, and I'll even double check and write them down because sometimes band members change too, and you never know exactly. So I always double check, and then it never fails. I'll always screw at least one person up. Always. I could have been friends with you for the last 15 years, and I'm just screwed up your name. I, I do the same thing. I'm yeah. really good with faces. I forget. Yep, I don't same. know your name already either. See, so we're uh, just, slicer. We've done it. slicer. See, we've done the same thing to each other already. <laughs> That's how you become friends. Anyway, uh, so, so the band 10 years, this is a fun story, and we've been talking about this since we announced the show. Uh, Roxanne Steele, who used to do Middays on Resin 94.7, she's still with us and does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. She's a boss lady now. Uh, her and I were trying to get 10 years. 10 years were on our bucket list for Razor Edge Fest since we brought back this show uh, five years ago. 10 years were on our bucket list to get on the bill, whether it was in a headlining situation, whether it was opening, it didn't matter. We just let, we got to get ten years on the bill. A couple years ago, a couple years ago, you guys released an album, and we're trying. Two years in a row, we tried, and it just couldn't work. Couldn't work, you know, for whatever reason. Maybe it's because we had to fly everybody in for whatever reason. Just couldn't make it yeah. work. So we're stoked to have ten years in Green Bay, man. Dude, we're happy to be here. I and mean, I, this is killer. Yeah, and we're trying to figure out too if if I, and because I can't remember if ten years has actually ever played in Green Bay in Green Bay before. Not to my knowledge. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we're here today and overlooking and this insanely sweet environment, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> the, yeah, so you guys are sound checking. This is great. This is the beauty of Razor Edge Fest at the Green Bay Distillery. Yeah, I mean, look at that. That's killer. It's, there's a home Packer game on, on Sunday against the Bengals. So, of course, the Packers have practice. So you guys are setting up. The stage is setting up, and you're sound checking. The Packers are over there practicing literally across the street from you. So, you, so you're saying don't cover Walk Like an Egyptian today. Uh, no, that would probably be, uh, actually, that'd be kind of funny. Uh, I wouldn't cheer for the Bears, though. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because yeah. they're, they're, they're the week after the Bengals, so that's, that's you know, that's yes, a hot point of contention. Form, bad form. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Football's such a huge thing in Green Bay. Uh, you guys, uh, obviously from Tennessee, I imagine that's all what? University, huh? Oh, man, yeah. The, the UT Vols. It's yeah, all Vols. Cheers. If you're not wearing an orange shirt Is down Manning there. still the savior? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually replaced Jesus Christ. It's, it's just makes sense. it's Peyton Manning. It makes That's sense. Yes. Well, I'm sure all they had to do is just make him the pitch guy for Christianity and yeah. done. Oh, dude. Exactly. Nationwide, nationwide insurance and, uh, and Christianity. It's Peyton Manning. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a total he's, rock star. He's got to be Christian, right? Oreos. Oreos? Cookies. Oreo cookies? Yeah. Well, if you have a product, Peyton Manning will pitch it. I think yes. that's how it works, right? I mean, if right, I was that right. guy, I would pitch everything, too. Can you imagine <laughs> yes, how much exactly. money he makes just pitching everything? Oh, dude, so much money. Yeah, right. uh, so 10 years, now here we are, okay? It's been a lot of years since you guys have been together. It's been a lot of years. I know you guys were out for a little bit. You're back in, whatever. But here we are, 
a new album called How to Live as Ghosts is about to hit a month away in October. How's that feel? It's good. It's good. It's weird. I mean, the album's been done for a while, and we're just ready to go. Sure. Um, this, you know, there's been lineup changes throughout the years and, and all that stuff, but the group of guys we have right now, the chemistry's right. We get in a room. We write songs organically. I mean, it honestly, it's almost like going back to when we started in high school mm-hmm. and in my parents' house in my old bedroom. It was just we were stuffed in a room, and somebody has an idea, and then you play off that idea, and, and all of a sudden songs happen. And so that, that happened this time around again, and, uh, and it felt good felt good it was easy it wasn't too it wasn't too painful too, the combination of putting me and brian and jesse all back in a room together because we in the start of this were kind of the main writers anyways right kind of, yeah like you said it's a return to form almost so what happened that you guys weren't around for a little bit matt uh i got fired <laughs> what <laughs> dude i know that feeling uh it, it, <laughs> and then you, they bring well, you back right and it's like well, what here's the thing when i got fired i was 29 there was a bunch of bad things going on in my personal life and i was probably you know when we started this band and we got our first set you know wasteland out and like man we were just i was 24 25 you know we just partied so i right. mean i got myself off the rails a little bit so we we didn't just party <laughs> it, it was it was rough back then of epic proportions um, oh yeah exactly um like that movie, The Hangover, just and, and you know perpetually. Like, um, was it? We've forgotten better times than most people ever had. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> True, so, truly living up that rock star lifestyle. Huh? Yeah. So, so, and so he was away for a while, and then I, I have three kids now. But uh, congratulations. Thank you. Dad. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nuts. But um, Daddy V. Uh, one of my one of my kids had health issues, so I came home for a while mm. and all that. But now everything's all good. We're back, awesome. and uh, yeah, it feels right again. I mean, I used to skip school and then pick him up from his school. We went to different high schools, okay. and I would show up in like his cafeteria in the middle of the day, and I'd be like, "I've got guitars in the car. Come on, man!" Uh, and I would leave. Mean. And so that's I mean, that's we. This was supposed to be this way, you know. We're we're supposed to be doing this together and writing these songs. So this album, you know, the first one that we've worked on together in, in a while since our album Division, which when was that like 08 or yeah, something? Uh, uh, that's, or that feels right. Yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, we're getting older, but the feeling is still fresh and young and, you know, it, it, that never goes away. Well, there is a certain sound for the band 10 years that... Uh, Definitely, even with the two songs that are out now from How to Live as Ghost, the song you've been hearing on Resin 94.7, Nova Came, which we'll crank up a little bit later. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, and then also, you guys just released a new song called Burnout, which is available on all the digital platforms. I think it's an instant grat track to use. So if you pre-order the album, you can, uh, you can grab it. There is that certain 10-year sound, but it does sound a little bit fresh as well. Yeah. Working with Nick Rasculinix really was... I mean... For us, we're one of those bands that we always talk about wanting to, to work with producers and we want to be produced. But then when somebody actually tries to do it, we're like, hey, bro. Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> where, where do you, who do you think you are? Well, you know, for all you're not in pur- the band. For all, for all intents and purposes, until this album, like, the band's pretty much self-produced. Right. In a way, you know, almost all the records. So. Yeah, I mean, even the other producers we did work with in the past weren't very hands-on. It was, no. you know, I mean, guys that you pay a bunch of money to and their name is big. So you go into it thinking, you know, this is going to be life changing. And then they sit on a couch and go, hey, so was that last take good? What do you think about this? I'm like, dude, we hired you for, to tell us that, you know, yeah, why are we paying so, you all this money? Yeah. So Nick was the opposite, though. Nick was telling us everything we did that sucked. 
And, and so we're like, oh, okay, so. That's good. Yeah, and I mean, it's he good to have that first got there, he, Yeah. He, like, put us in the room, and we'd just play him all live, and he'd sit there and just air drum along and guitar. Like, he was like a kid that was still, like, looking in the mirror, thinking about being a rock star. Like, he's full, awesome. full in it, staying longer, you know, longer hours than we were there and was... Well, see, really somebody nice like that almost, I mean, that's going to put a smile on your face, and then therefore the, the feeling just, just becomes he good, He just right? loved music, yeah. you know, so he was just full in it the whole time he was there. Was that's great. fantastic. Ten years of hanging out. Uh, it's Razor Edge Fest tonight at the Green Bay Distillery. The online ticket, the advance tickets are gone, but you can get some available at the door. The doors to the actual show open up at 5 o'clock, but we're on the patio. This is open to the public. Come grab some food, come grab some drinks, and be ready for a kick-ass rock and roll party tonight. We do understand that it's a school night. Don't worry, it'll be over early enough. So you can still go home, get your beauty sleep. I know you need it. It's fine. Or you uh, can just man up. You know? Or you can just man up and, and, and party with the rest of us. Not quite like 10 years did 10 years ago, but still. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> there is one thing I want to bring up before you guys go, because I, I was having a really interesting conversation uh, with, with somebody, a friend of mine in the industry the other day, and we were reliving a time frame, 2005. When 10 Years Wasteland uh, w- was shooting up the rock charts and was, was shooting for number one. And, and, and your label at the time and, and people behind you were trying real hard to make that happen. You know, 10 Years, new band, this is going to be the next arena rock band, you know, all that. Uh, and that's what people were thinking at the time. And then there was another band who was a brand new band that just signed a major label doing the exact same thing called Avenged Sevenfold. So there was this yeah. battle, and I remember it, and they brought it up. I'm like, oh, my God, I remember that, because I remember cranking both those songs and just, like, you're yeah. hanging your hat on both of them going, this is the new breed. So flash forward, Avenged Sevenfold becomes, Backcountry was the song. Yeah. That becomes a huge, huge song. Obviously, that whole album, uh, City of Evil, becomes a, a mainstay in the rock community, platinum album, whatever. Ten Years does well, but not quite the same level. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's crazy to think of, and I hear you still are. You're still doing it, obviously, uh, which is fantastic. And you, you, we're still loving Ten Years. Don't get me wrong. But Avenged Sevenfold did go on to become that arena rock band, and it's funny when you think about that time frame and go, "Holy crap!" Like, yeah, that, that was we were the same level at that point. Well, and here's here's the other funny thing about that is that uh, 2006 uh, MTV v- Video Music Awards or whatever. Okay, the MTV Video Music Awards. Yes. We're at whatever the venue is. There's a Warner Brothers party. I remember that. Well, there was that. And then in the lobby of wherever the award show was, we were in there with our management and Avenged was there with theirs. Yeah. And we had like a meeting in the lobby about, hey, we're the new kids on the block. Let's figure out how to do this thing together. Let's try and set up some tours. Let's try and do. And we started we started those talks with Avenge because you're right. right. We were on that kind of same thing with 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, that's right. Same time with them. J- uh, Jared, I remember him coming up to us and he was really into what we were doing and uh, wanted to direct a video for us and all this stuff. So Avenged and thir- so here's the key. If you want to really be a huge band, befriend us. <laughs> Be really cool. Like, Tell luck. us you want to like, direct the video. Yes, yes. And then next thing you know, straight from the garage to Wembley Stadium. Think, think about the stylistic of music. People always complain, uh, especially in our industry, that music in the 2000s sucked. It didn't have the same love that 90s music had, for example. It didn't have the same staying power. Those three bands, though, think about that. Avenged Sevenfold, Rena Rock Band, I mean, a band to hang your hat on in the rock world. 30 Seconds to Mars, they went in a little bit different direction, but they're superstars, Huge. especially Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, I don't think that hurts either. No, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? At the time, 10 years was right there, and it, it's pretty cool to think about. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know what happened, <laughs> but but absolutely. Yes. Matt got drunk. That definitely happened. I don't <laughs> Ten know if it was all his fault. I don't know if it was all my fault. <laughs> I blame him. I was him. definitely not the only one. <laughs> Dang it, Matt. Ten years are here. Blackstone Cherry is here. Gemini Syndrome is here. Our friends in Through Fire are here, too. It's Razor Edge Fest 17 with Middle Light. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. It was great catching up. Thanks, Thanks man. Cutter's Rockcast. Ben and John Fred are hanging out from Blackstone Cherry. I love that. What up? Yeah, what's going on? We've never had a chance to actually talk about your name, and I love the fact that that's your name, and you play in a southern rock band. Uh, You know what? (laughs) Yeah, it's a special one. I mean, I I can't... uh, I can't make it up. It's uh, it's not well, a stage name. No, no, it's, no not. it's not. It's not. It's a it's name not a, name. Yeah, it's a, it's an actual real name. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, it suits me. You know, I so, mean, if my name was, I don't know, Donnie, it would yeah, suit right. me, right? I mean, or, you no, know, you don't look like a Donnie. Or, you know, he looks just like John Brad. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, yeah, the beard and the and a little bit of long hair and yeah. Yeah, it works. It works for you. I have a lot of bit of long hair. I have a rat's nest for a head. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, just put it up in a baseball cap. But. There you go. Uh, it's a pleasure to see you guys again, you and too. it's a pleasure to have you in town for one of our shows. Yes, we are glad to be here. Oh, fantastic. We're happy beautiful, to have you. Beautiful weather. Um, it was colder last time, and uh, we love this area, man. We, we love playing up in Wisconsin. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for having us come out and, and do your little show. <laughs> no we're we're going to put on a nice program for everybody tonight. Very nice program. <laughs> nice program. Nice program. Pamphlets will be passed out later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's going to be no intermission. Right. No, no intermission. Just straight no through. Just straight a drum through. solo so you can go get a drink, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the pee break. No, they're not giving me a drum solo tonight. The gods have spoken. Lord, no, Lord no, Chris. no John Fred drum solo? We only have an hour because apparently this is um, a sleepy time town at 10 o'clock. Well, yes. you know. So, Green Bay, Wisconsin. We are in the Midwest. It's all good. It's all good. We do. We sympathize. So we're going to get on. We haven't even made our set list yet. So I don't know. The show might even start with a drum solo. Uh, we don't know. Hmm. Wow. Intriguing. I, intriguing. Hmm. The show uh, is a drum solo. We might not, even, so we might might not play any of our own songs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys could actually get away with that, though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's has there been enough? Let's see. More I see, obviously. Uh, you just did Born Under a Bad Sign. That was released today. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Pretty, what made you guys decide to cover that? Well, you know. They put it out today. Well, we have a blues EP coming out September 29th called Black to Blues, and it's six songs from um, a classic blues artist. We're talking okay. about Muddy Waters, Albert King, Freddie King, and Howlin' Wolf. Okay. And course, uh, excellent. You know, we love the blues. That's what we grew up on, you know. And um, we started doing the blues in our live set probably, what, two? Well, we started doing it since we started. But since we started the band. Yeah, I was just going to say, guys, there's a lot yeah, of blues I mean, undertones yeah, so in your, in it, your music. It's hard to pinpoint exact, you know. But we've been doing blues songs live, and people kept saying, do y'all have, is it, first off, we have younger kids go, is that y'all's song? And then we'd have people say, you know, oh, I love y'all's version of Muddy Waters. Is there a recorded version of that? And we kept putting it off, and finally we had some time off uh, this spring. Um, and we went in studio for literally, what, five days. Five days, cut everything. Cut everything, recorded everything. One and, takes. Uh, nice. We're putting it out. So now it's uh, it's our version of those classic songs. So our interpretation. Our interpretation <laughs> of the blues. So, yeah. It's Blackstone Cherry's interpretation of the easy, Easy blues listening, songs. chill blues. It's definitely wow. not easy listening blues. It is, it is Blackstone no, Cherry that's blues. Some, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's some good stuff. I mean, with the, the songs that we're talking about are, are are for the time when those those came out. I mean, those were. Yeah, man. Those were ear rippers. They you know shook, what I mean? They shook the foundation of music, and you know, we, we try to put our spin on them, and hopefully, we can uh, introduce a new audience, a younger audience, to blues to blues music, and then also pay homage to the the people the that grew up on that. Well, they'll go, oh, you know, that's awesome. Good job. There has been such an influx, though, in modern music, and obviously, you guys are here. You've been around for a while, but you see all the younger bands come up. You see bands show up. You see bands even change sound a little bit. There has been so much more blues influence in popular hard rock music lately than I can remember in a real long time. I mean, unless you count grunge, I can't even remember a time since the early days of, of Zeppelin and, and even Sabbath and stuff where there was that obvious blues take. Uh, but bands like Holly Suspect, uh, a, a, a wonderful band and female named Dorothy, um, mm-hmm. there's, just, there's so much Greta Van Fleet, there's so much blues influence. Yeah. It Absolutely. feels like it's really come to a resurgence. That's cool. It's awesome. It's yeah. nice to see acts that you know are, are uh, you know embracing that, and, and you know it's uh, it's you know for us. I mean, it, you know, probably for those bands too. It was it was growing up and being influenced by um, you know our parents that like right. that music. You know. Yeah, absolutely. If it comes from a natural a natural place, you know. Um, like you said, you know, a lot of our songs and uh, since the beginning, there's always been those overtones of blues music, you know, and the way Chris sings and the way we play and the way we format our songs, um, it's very blues driven. So it, for us, it just kind of came from a very natural spot, you know, um, and people will know that too and they listen to it. You know, if a band comes out, this goes, oh, we, we just want to be a blues band, but they literally have no background of the blues whatsoever, you know, yeah. they're going to see through that, you know. So I think it's awesome that there are younger bands coming up now that are influenced by that, you know. As long as it's honest, you know, that's the main thing with anything, is as long as it's coming from a real spot that, you know, people are really digging down deep and uh, they don't just stop and start blues with, you know, uh, you know, just Stevie <laughs> Ray Vaughan. Now, we love Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know what I mean? Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of the greatest guitar players ever lived. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, go deep, man. Go, go, you know, I call it black and white blues. Go way back, you know what I mean? Go down to the Delta, Mississippi, and... and, and figure out where music came from you know that, that's where it gets cool well i gotta imagine that kind of stuff when you guys were growing up and i mentioned obviously you know blackstone cherry if you don't know much about them and I, I can't imagine you don't at this point but if you don't know you know blackstone cherry you guys are very you're very steeped in southern rock as far as the tone the the, the sound of the band uh and kind of what you guys do but when you guys were kids when you guys were starting out when you guys were picking up your guitar when you were starting to play drums was it that or was it something else that made you go yeah that's why i have to do this that's why i have to play well for, for me playing uh music in general was uh, a direct influence from my my dad and uncle with the okay. kentucky headhunters and uh i mean i uh i, I didn't remember, i didn't know that yeah yeah that, that's uh my dad is richard that plays rhythm guitar and fred is my uncle that plays the drums in the band and uh God, my parents listen to them so much. <laughs> you know, I, I think most, and it's funny to meet a lot of. They were they were one of the um, the first ever rock bands to blow up uh, in the country scene in the early, uh, excuse me, late '80s and early '90s. And um, you know, but the funny thing about it is, is even though they were marketed as a country act, just because they were too rock and roll for, uh, excuse me, too country for like in the MTV scene that was going right. on back then. Uh, well, yeah, that didn't fit into the Bon right, Jovi's right, and right. Def Leppard's yep. and stuff. So they, but what was funny is we grew up, uh, you know, being uh, like myself. I remember going out on the road with my dad and my uncle and and watching them play. So that's what growing up around that is what influenced me to play music. And then, of course, when when we started the band in two thousand one, 
um, we rehearsed in uh, my dad and uncle's old practice house, which is it, it's an old farmhouse. It's not very big. It's on my grandparents' farm, and they had put posters up all yeah. on the wall to keep the heat in because this was just an old house. And uh, so when when we put the band together, we would rehearse there too. And and you had all these great posters from you know album covers and stuff like Zeppelin and. Mott the Hoople and Sabbath and Cream and Skinner and Aerosmith, but you had older stuff too, like, you know, Lightning Hopkins and Howlin' and Wolf and, and the Motown era. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With, you know, with, uh, uh, with, with Marvin Gaye and Al sure. Green and stuff. Sure. So we, we had a very deep um, history of, of music education at a, at a young age. Very young age. You know, 15, 16 years old. And, uh, of course, we, we were listening to stuff, too, that... that was on radio and, and things like that that were current but we took all those influences and we just we we would research them you know and ask my dad and uncle like who was this band who was this and i think that's what what made our sound a lot different um because of the motown influence and the british rock and and uh the, the blues influence so we're very thankful and very fortunate too you know we we would have probably uh, obviously not sounded like you know blackstone cherry if, if we hadn't right. had those influences so well and it was such a it, it was such a fresh sound when it came out i mean when you guys released you know i remember when lonely train hit the radio mm-hmm. it was like what is this and why do i love it so much oh, i mean it was cool. just one of those you, you know you. kind of feelings of this isn't anything like that's out i mean that was in the height of new metal almost yeah, that yeah. was just coming down so to have that come out yeah Crazy man, I know. Been, Here we are. Almost tw- going on twelve years next year. Yeah. Twelve, twelve years for Blackstone Cherry. Here we are in Green Bay. So I'm curious about something. You guys released the album Kentucky. Uh, a couple great songs, obviously, get released as singles. Uh, then a song comes out out of nowhere called "Built for Comfort." That's also you got, on, you guys, on the Blues EP. It is. Yes. Okay. Yes. See, now I was curious about this because it, it seemed like all of a sudden there's a couple Blackstone Cherry little nuggets coming right. out, little nuggets, almost yeah. out of nowhere. You know, little blue nuggets we're releasing out there. Yeah, it is. It's uh, built for comfort was a song that we had in our live set, uh, probably the most. That and a song called Hoochie Coochie Man. We did those songs Hoochie live Man, nice. a lot, and uh, we got, of course, built for comfort's a Howlin' Wolf. Hoochie is a muddy yeah. song, and we got asked so much, you know, about those two songs and. That's what, that was the real, uh, the starting point to go. Let's rec- we need to record these, you know, you know. And we knew that, uh, you know, we just actually last week um, just finished tracking drums for our new album that'll be out next year, our okay. new original album, you know, right. full length. So we said, look, while we're going to be off the road a little bit it, during the fall and winter, um, let's release this. That way, it'll keep our fans happy. Perfect. We'll have something current out there, and it shows a different side of the band that uh, a lot of people might not be familiar with, you know. So built for comfort. Uh, was the first one we released off of it. 
and then today we did Born Under a Bad Sign, and right. yeah, the full thing comes out. That's uh, eight eight days now. Yeah, the 29th, yeah. you said, right? Yeah, next of this week. month? Yeah. So next Friday, a week from tomorrow. It's exciting, man. Awesome. I mean, we, we might throw one of those songs in tonight. There you yeah, go. You never know. Well, you got, we got an hour. You know, yeah. You, know, you, get, you have to take out that drum solo. I know. <sighs> take out the guitar dude. solo. I know. Sacrifices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take out the belly solo. I don't know. Yeah. I'm making stuff up now. Yeah. Blackstone Cherry, our headliners tonight. Remember the show. If you're worried about it being a school night, we'll be over at 10 o'clock. That is our curfew. Thank you to the city of Green Bay and the village of Ashwabanon. Thank you. For town thank of Ashwabanon for making us have to end early. But whatever. We'll abide by the rules and hey, then we'll go be, have beers. It's going to be a party. Look, summer's almost over, so right. don't be lame and not be here, okay? This yeah. is it. It's Razor Edge Fest. is always the end of the end of the summer, end of the year yeah. kind of outdoor party. Whether it's cold, whether it's hot, we're here doing it and we're happy to have Blackstone Cherry here this year. We came all the way from Kentucky to see you, so I want to see you. <laughs> Bring us some vintage Packers memorabilia yeah. and, and uh, take it to the merch booth and get it out. Uh, I would you should have yelled that while you guys were sound checking earlier. Earlier, setting up earlier, and then maybe one of the players could have brought something know, over. See, right? Yeah, we never take advantage of those things. Yeah, you gotta. We're live at the Green Bay Distillery for Razor Edge Fest 17 with Middle Lights and Razor 94 7. Cutter's Rockcast. The Green Bay Distillery for Razor Edge Fest 17. Doors are opening up in about a half an hour. The show gets underway with the band Through Fire at 5.30. They're first up tonight, and they are here with us right now. Hello, gentlemen. What is up? Hold on. Let me, uh, hold on. Let me, I didn't turn that other mic on. There you go. Yeah, uh, Justin yeah. Grant yeah. Brooks and that tattooed dude. Jesse. <laughs> Mr. Saint. I was actually going to say your name. You told me to call you Tattoo, so I was just going to call you Tattoo. Call me, call me whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, see, there you go. He has that's a what, different name every night. That's what, that's, what, that's what he tells the people at the after parties. You can call me whatever you want, baby. That's exactly that's right. right. <laughs> just now I'm making stuff up. He's already pissed at me. That's God, true, no, though. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single and looking to mingle. So oh, there you go. Let's, let's, let's uh -oh. get it done. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let the party commence. Tattoo's exactly. ready. Uh, it's good to see you guys again. It's, uh, it's been a few minutes. You guys were in the studio when we were in our makeshift studio there for a while, uh, back at the campus. But uh, it, it, we're happy like to have nice you here. Place. You, know, you know, it worked. Yeah. You should see it now. Well, we should. We're out, we're we, out have big, we have a big Through Fire logo right in, the middle camp, of the, so. right in the middle of the studio. It's the Bud Light studio. But right under Bud Light, it says Through Fire. So it's the yeah. Bud Light Through Fire studio. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Get a band go. to sponsor the studio. No, we'll pretend that's true. Sure. There you go. Uh, so it's been uh, an interesting year for you guys up to this point. Uh, obviously, the debut album comes out. It's called Breathe. You're on tour. You're doing stuff. And then uh, you're supposed to play Rock USA for us uh, in the summer. That show got canceled due to an unfortunate uh, event in the family. Uh, so we're super excited to be able to make this work for you guys to come back and make that up and play Razor Edge Fest, man. We're so happy to be here. It, yeah, it was very unfortunate that we had to walk away from uh, from Rock USA. Uh, but like I said, we're, we're so happy to be back. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Our pleasure. And uh, and now we have a new drummer. We do. We, What's we, up, everyone? Brooks. Yeah, this is Brooks. So, so here's the truth, though. No, let's, let's, let's go in reverse for a second. Grant is our lead singer. Okay. New drummer. His name is Grant. 
But we can't have two Grants. His last name's Brooks, so, you know, we can go with Brooks. Uh, he's from Mississippi, so it can be Mississippi. Maybe you guys can chime in. What, what should his name be? Well, I mean, I, I like the Brooks thing. I like Brooks, too. Not, not to bring up a story about Avenged Sevenfold again, just so long as we don't confuse you with Brooks Wackerman. <laughs> Uh, you know, that would be fine. But maybe that's a good thing in retrospect. Maybe. maybe. Hey, it's the dude from Bad Religions playing drums and through fire, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I need a little bigger kit. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A little uh, how did it come about for you to get this gig, Brooks? Why don't you, why don't you talk about um, that? Actually, it was about, what, in September? We had a tour all together. My old band, uh, One Less Reason, was oh, on yeah, tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was on a run with sick puppies, and we all just became great friends, and I got the call, and this is actually tonight my first show, so I'm super This is it. This it. is your debut, yeah. huh? Yeah. First show tonight, so I'm super was it, was it, uh Was it interesting for you guys to work him in to, to you know, have, learn all the songs, all that? No, I mean, it, it, was, it was relatively flawless. He came in very rehearsed, and... Uh, Patrick, our old drummer, we love him. He he just kind of you know, is, that time in his life, he's getting married. Family and, stuff, huh? Yeah. So we we kind of knew for about a month and a half or so, and I had my eye on him for a while. I mean, when we were on tour with him, I'd watch him every night, and I was just like, wow, this kid is great. So I knew who I, who I was going to call right away. Yeah. And he said yes. So well, that works he, out. He came in hot, all rehearsed, <laughs> and is like, man, we need to step up our game. This kid's schooling us. <laughs> I'm super happy to be here. Not really. You better not mess up tonight, Brooks. I don't plan on it. A One mess up and we'll do a contest. Somebody gets to smack him as hard as they want. <laughs> Where at? Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, no. I'm already sure. Well, be nice. I'm pretty sure Kay- I just Katie's, heard. Katie Kay- Katie's to- offering. Be the first one. Yeah, Katie's right. in the background going, I'll, I'm in. I don't plan on messing up, though. So. <laughs> but you're you're getting smacked either way, Brooks. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. So when this happens, yeah. when, when a lot of, and you guys have been through this a couple of times, but when, when this happens, uh, do you get that, that immediate feeling of having, okay, now that's our old record. We got to write new music now. We got to go. We got to do this. Or That's always the feeling, you yeah. know, always writing, uh, always uh, ready for the next thing, you know. But, I mean, this, this record has done fantastic for us. Uh, huge thanks to you guys for all the support. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, and, and, again, thanks for having us back. But, yeah, we, we were really proud of what this record's done. So, you know, we wanted to let it have some life and, and some longevity. But always writing for sure. And I think we're going to put something out next year. That's, that's what it sounds like. There you go. Well, you yeah. are in your third single from this album now. And yeah. you can thank me all you want, but it's not me. It's the people who listen to the radio station. If they're not requesting Breeze Absolutely. like they did, holy crap. I mean, for a while, that was one of our most requested songs. Um, it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't become a, a hit song, so to speak, uh, when that doesn't happen. So right. uh, people obviously seem to be digging through fire. There's no doubt about it. Well, we're absolutely all here because of, you know, all the fans that come out and support, you know, just the show, you know, people who are going to come out and support the show. None of us would be here without them, you know, so you're very right. And we're all very grateful. The song Where You Lie, which is the third single from the album, we're going to play that in just a a few minutes here on Resin 94.7. What can you tell me about this tune? Uh, This is that tune that it's kind of like a a song that throws it back in your face about that, that person who may have burned you. Uh, may have didn't may not have given you a chance and it's like you know I'm I'm walking away from it 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'll leave you where you lie, you know. There you go. And uh, yeah, so we'll we'll play that next and I'm being distracted as my cousin pulls up on his Harley behind us. That's, a, that's a pretty sweet Harley. <laughs> hey, hey, Kylan, the uh, the band likes their Harley. Let's give him a hand. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, it's a beautiful day for a ride. It's a beautiful day for a rock concert. There's no doubt about that. It's a beautiful day to ride to a rock concert. Absolutely. It's Razor Edge Fest 17 live from the Green Bay Distillery. Through Fire is your first band tonight at 530. For those that have never seen your band live, what can you say? Expect a kick-ass show. Seventeen Wisconsin Sinners, Gemini Syndrome is here. We're back. You're back for more. It's yeah. good to have you guys back, man. It's good to be here. It's almost like a home away from home for Gemini Syndrome lately. I always look forward to seeing you guys. Well, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you know it's that. True. Uh, Aaron, Brian, and, and, and a new guy, Meigs. Meigs, Meigs is here. Meigs. I'm glad you said that because I was about to call you Meigs. <coughs> you How know, many times does that happen? Uh, All the time. A lot right? of times. Yeah. A lot. So if you don't know who Meigs is. Meigs, introduce yourself. Hi, Meigs, and uh, I, I used to be in a band called Cold Chamber. And Who? Cold Chamber. Who? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, no, no, played, just kidding, just kidding, so much kidding. of that band. Come on. And uh, joined the band because uh, my best friends in the world are in this band, so it was a no-brainer. And I love the music, and I'm very, uh, very in tune with the individuals' personalities yeah. and. Perfect match. Well, this is cool. Aaron and I were talking off the air, and he was telling me about how this how this process came about. I didn't realize just how deep the history goes between uh, you and, and the rest of the guys, Brian and, and Aaron here in Gemini Syndrome. Uh, it, it does. If man, that if that's not a perfect fit after right. hearing that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody yeah. to respond to that, but all right. <laughs> all right, since we're not getting any details from that side of the table. No, no, right. we, were, uh, we were in a band together back in 2003 when Cold Chamber split and um, called Pinata, and we did, uh, we were around for several years, and then we went our separate ways, and now we came back together, and it's beautiful. <laughs> 
so it's so profound. No, but literally, words, like Brian. when we were recording just the demos uh, in Burbank, you know, with Mikey Doling, you know, Mike's right. was literally no. the very and that, first. And that's for the for the the demos for the first album for Gemini Center back in like t- January 2010. Yeah. Okay, wow, yeah. So it has been a while. So it's good to finally make that happen, then, huh? Yeah, it's nice. It feels good. That's I'm awesome. Still, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We can't wait to see you on stage again, man. It's, it's been too long, I know, since Green Bay seen you on stage. Yeah. Uh, it has not been for a very long time since we've seen Gemini Syndrome on stage, nope. and that's a good thing. Uh, you yeah. guys have always seemed to bring it when you guys come to town, whether it's on tours within this moment, who will play in a little bit, uh, or whether it's by yourselves. Uh, Gemini Syndrome, for whatever reason, in this town, you guys are killing it, man. Well, we, uh, we give what we get, I guess. That's... True words. You know True saying? words. I do know what you're it's saying. A, it's a feedback loop in that sense. Uh, Gemini Syndrome, obviously you've been on tour now, and you're, you're, you're kind of rounding it up here for Memento Mori, the second Gemini Syndrome album. Aaron, the last time you and I talked, which was over the winter, I guess it was spring, spring. Uh, you, you told me, you went in great detail, which I love, about the whole process of the first record of Memento Mori and then a third album. So now that the touring process is starting to wrap up, for Memento Mori, does the process then begin on this tri- on this third part, the the ending of this trilogy? Uh, pretty much as soon as this tour is over, yeah. we're going to jump straight into it. Um, I think there's a huge goal on our part to not have the turnaround time that we had between one and two. Okay. We'd like to have record three out much sooner, uh, which basically means not taking any time off after we get off the road and going straight into work, you know? Did uh, since since this is all a cohesive unit with these three records, is a lot of the ideas already formed? A lot of the ideas already there? Some of the songs written, maybe even Con- conceptually, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's definitely a lot of of material that's been put on tape or at least recorded, just to have some kind of like catalog for the ideas, you know. But the actual um, uh, congealing of it into full songs and into a full <laughs> album hasn't happened quite yet. I saw that word from Kyle from 10 years today. He's been saying congealed all day. I don't know Congealed. Why. Yeah, into a glob. <laughs> a glob of music or whatever. I don't know. Um, a glob. I mean, we're, we're excited. You know, you, you having, having this three-record kind of concept, and especially bringing Meigs into the fold now, too, having him as a cook in the kitchen with his creativity and, right. and the, the, the very unique approach he brings to writing and playing guitar, I think this is going to be... It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, well, see, and that really was going to be my next. That was going to be my next question: is is me how involved uh, you were going to be, or you're going to have him be involved in the writing process? This is like Project Mayhem. You decide your own level of involvement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to like write as much as I can, and you know, we're all going to do the same. And um, happy to do it. Like more than happy. And uh, you know, we all throw our ideas and see what's it's actually what's the best ideas at the end of the finish line. Is it easier to go into this process knowing that the concepts already exist? Yeah, I think having some kind of blueprint, you know, at least having, you know, a signpost saying, like, we know we want to go in that general direction. Yeah. Definitely makes it a little easier because you don't have to. That's, I think that's the hardest part, at least for me, like, lyrically, is, like, what am I going to talk about? What do I want to say? But I already right. kind of know vaguely you know, mm-hmm. what that's going to be. So if you explain this to me as the first album was sort of the birth, the the, the original 
uh, feelings being presented. Correct. The second album is the now. It's the what's going on, what's happening now. So then is the third album then more of that future look? Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at Memento Mori, meaning remember that you have to die. You know, we talked about this last time. It's right. like kind of grasping your, your sense of mortality and grasping the, the idea that you're not, an, at least in this place, you're not an infinite being. You know, death is going to come and kind of, you know, coming to terms what, with What do you that. mean death is going to come? Well, you're going to die someday. What? Sorry, bud. Come on! My bad. Man, <laughs> ruining my day. Hate to be the bearer of Where's my vodka? <laughs> but but at the end of it, you know, it, it, with this third record, yeah. we're not talking about death in the sense of, like, the mortality of, like, life and you're going to die physically or whatever, but more in the, I guess, the esoteric term of, like, transformation and rebirth, kind of coming into a new uh, level of consciousness or right. level of being or what, however you want to word that. Maybe Brian can elaborate on that. I don't know. Well, or he's just happy looking good <laughs> over there. Well, yeah, you know, with um, a lot of things that we do, there's the... Um, the, the 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 base meaning and then we have like a, a higher meaning to it you know and, and a lot of the like Aaron was mentioning a lot of the esoteric stuff there's a what what we call the profane meaning and then we have the sacred meaning so if we're talking about death skull and crossbones you know graveyards yeah. and you're in the dirt that's kind of a very you know that that would be the profane version of that and then the sacred version of that would be where you're transformed you resurrected you turn into an infinite immortal being which is the secret. So, so, so you don't have to. You, you can be infinite too. So, like every good, every, every good franchise, even though the story ends, it actually begins again. Correct. Ah, see, I see what you're doing. There. I love it though. It's such an interesting concept to me, and that's why I keep asking about it and getting more details from you, because you don't see a concept like that put to music terms. I don't know if ever. I don't know. Maybe. We're, I mean, we're doing it though. So. Maybe some prog band I never heard of did it, but I don't. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Gemini Syndrome, well, we look forward to that, man. Obviously, we look forward to seeing you guys on stage tonight. Thank you. Glad to be here, man. You're welcome. Always. And welcome back to Green Bay, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. you. I'm happy to be here. Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.